Previously, on Unbalanced Encounters. Now that I look at it, you got the same thing going on as the gecko. Yes, I've noticed. I am surprised that I've never seen a creature that I could converse with in this way before. I don't know what you thought you were doing, but my friend, you made an oath to the forest. And you begin to fall. It's glimpses of the people in the streets of Rally. Sees June smiling with one of her new signs. And he opens his eyes, takes a deep breath, and he's going to reach out for whatever he can to try and, like, basically survive. Harissa, what does this lizard say? Zafra, what are you doing? Put the torch down! Mr. Spinks? She just embraces him. You see, Elderwood produces these little berries. The geckos collect those berries, and they bring them to the Elder Gods. They're offerings. Ways of telling the Elder Gods that their world is in check. When those offerings dry up, the Elder Gods get angry. And at a certain point, apparently, they lose their minds. What do you need from me to destroy the angry gods? Daddy, how do I do that? There are individuals that believe themselves to be gods as well. We don't show up with what they want. He speaks of my employer. I don't know what business you have with mortals. I'll do what I can to help, but I don't expect that to be much. Figure out your business, and then we need to get to work. I'll give you one month. and all and welcome to another episode of unbalanced encounters the show that dares to ask what if kurosawa made podcasts i'm your host patrick parini say hi everybody hi everybody hi, hi. how you doing hello doing good doing good <laughs> craig thank you for that uh that that, that brevity is, is very very is respected real. uh the chaos is absolutely uh, absolutely real. Uh, how's everybody feeling after last session? Last session, we kind of got we got some stuff done. No, no, just silence. Just fucking, just I, nothing. I just say, every time I play this game, it's just a pile of stress. <laughs> <laughs> the stress on my life right now is just too much. Yeah, I, honestly, I could see why Isaac might feel that way. I, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the for me the quiet is because we've been playing this campaign that is like uh, you know get the millstone make friends with the mineheads and now it's like there are elder gods everybody has superpowers there's a fucking uh, there's a komodo dragon that can talk you know so it's a it's, uh, 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 frilled lizard frilled lizard frilled lizard frilled lizard the there's komodo a frilled lizard that can talk <laughs> think Jurassic Park guys. Just, just mess, 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 mess. Everybody's feeling great. Everybody's feeling great. You know, you know that bit that that meme where like Jim Carrey's all like, "What is love?" and they were like in the car and they were like bobbing their heads, right? That thing. Sure. 
Yeah. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's literally what we're doing like every time the unbalanced intro happens. So I just want you all to know because you can't <laughs> see our faces. That's what we were all doing. <laughs> that's literally what I wanted to say. <laughs> that's true. That's literally true. That's very good. Uh, it's, it's all in perfect sync too, which is pretty wild. Uh, it even accounts for video lag delay, which is crazy. Uh, really impressive. That's crazy. Um, we're we're just top tier yeah. performers. So if you, you want to come see behind it, the, uh, the Patreon to see that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 right so uh, we find ourselves. <laughs> Cinder's losing his mind. We haven't hung out in a little while. We haven't hung out in a little while. It's the giggles right now. This is the, the energy in the studio. Yeah. yeah. It's been a we bit. took a couple of weeks off because of, of some travel and <laughs> wedding. And so people uh, the are energy, moving. The energy in the studio right now is a little a little buck wild. It will continue throughout the episode. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us back into the we're gonna bring us back into the fantasy. We're gonna step through the fantasy uh d- portal. Fantasy porthole. And uh and we're we're gonna climb through into uh Craig's giving me a weird fucking look. Fair. Uh we're going to enter the fantasy world where some things have happened. <laughs> Because you all have one month. And to help you on your way, Porky, the trickster god of the Western Wheels, has agreed to teleport the felled Elderwood to the outskirts of Raleigh, freeing you all up to journey straight home. Which is where you are now, gathered around the campfire on your first night back in that direction. Leah and Whiskers sit upwind of the wafting smoke. We hear him mutter about the warding properties of various amulets laid out fastidiously on a small, unrolled rug. Leah retorts with what she's believed her entire life, that the old gods were dead and that the Empressar killed them. A gecko chooses this moment to scurry into the light, angling for a better look at the small mirror on the far side of the rug. Leah spots it, gasps, and then clasps her hands over her mouth. She does not intend to offend the tiny god, but is too skittish not to bolt at the sudden noise. It runs just beyond the fingers of light and disappears. Beside it, Harissa sits with her legs tucked up into her poncho, staring at a lizard whose folded neck frill bears marks similar to those of the geckos. He is staring back at Harissa. Tell me, why does this, and she sort of gestures between the two of them with her hands, feel so familiar? He looks at her for a second. Well, I am your familiar. Maybe that is why. No, no, that's not. I mean, why am I not more freaked out by you being here? Why is this okay? I feel like I should be more freaked out by this, but I mean, I guess it's good that I'm not, but then I'm also worried that I'm not. Maybe I'm having an episode. No, no. It's because it's in your blood. What What do you mean it's in my blood? Well, all your family have familiars. N- no, Sphinx. No, my family don't. 
have the tattoos, right? Um, well, my my mother and my father have tattoos of lizards. And what? I think my grandmother did, Granny Rosa. Well, what about you? You have tattoo too, right? Well, no, I don't. Just, I mean, you get the tattoo when you turn of age, obviously, but I never got a chance to have mine. Wait, what? And Sphinx runs over and starts lifting up her poncho and, like, rummaging under her clothes. She's like, hey, stop! Sphinx, stop it! <laughs> um, <laughs> she kind of slaps him away. Get, get, get. Jesus, rearrange my poncho. <laughs> Well, <laughs> the only way you get familiar is by tattoo. I don't understand. Why is my person the only one without tattoo? Spink, stop crying. It's I was the only one. I'm a failure. All my other my ancestors weep for me. Spink, please, please come. Just sh- 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 she kind of just starts stroking his frills, like patting his head. It's, it's okay. Sphinx, just please stop crying. You're making people look, and I'm rather embarrassed. Um, uh, you look over. Fine. You look over, uh, and, and are we all whiskers, looking at this? And, I, I, I mean, you guys tell me, but Whiskers is truly just like he's like oh, yeah. he's got like four amulets 100%. in his hand, and it's just like wide-eyed in terror. It's great. <laughs> Uh, June is watching you this and just uh, like she has her sketchbook out like she was drawing and then is just staring with her jaw on the ground. (laughs) Now, Sphinx, okay, calm down. Calm. Oh, God. And Sirius is just sort of like awkwardly looking at everyone like, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Now, uh, you know, like I said, my, my mother and father had tattoos. But maybe maybe we get maybe we get to a tattoo. I could I could pose for the tattoo artist maybe and they could get tattoo of me. Yeah, okay. When when we find a tattoo artist, I can't get a tattoo of you, Sphinx. Maybe of you smiling, huh? Cause you look so much better when you smile. Huh? Really? You get you get one of me smiling? Yes, I, I will. I will. Oh, Sphinx, it's okay. Um, but yes, I I think my mother and father were the last ones to get them. But they didn't have familiars. They didn't have things like you. What? Well, there was chameleon, right? And monitor lizard, I think. Um, no. I mean, those were the tattoos, sure, but they didn't have talking lizards. Um, I think my Grandma Rosa had a Komodo dragon as a pet once, but she said she lost it a long time ago. I never saw it. Lost? You can't lose familiars. I mean... When you say that your grandmother lost her familiar, could you please roll me a perception check? Oh Lord, have mercy! Guard, you're gonna notice this too. Guard is not uh, not particularly bothered. Guard does not second guess a lizard talking at this point. Eleven. 
as a matter of fact, because Harissa rolled an 11 and Guard sees this by default, Harissa, you don't see this, but Guard does. Guard, oh. as you kind of glance over and you see Mr. Spinks bawling and coming to terms with this apparently depressing situation, you kind of trace up the tree and in the tree you see a row of geckos and then a row of geckos and then a row of geckos piled three, four, five deep watching this conversation wrapped in attention. And they seem to only barely be there. They're very translucent. You can kind of make out the break in the tree line by way of their filigree and the occasional glint in an eye. But you see just a crush of them just wrapped with the nature of this story. Um, are they focused? What do they, what do they seem like they're focusing on? Largely Mr. Spinks, but just kind of the conversation between Mr. Spinks and Harissa. All right. I'm going to do that thing that you do where you kind of give someone like a nod across the party. See if I, just to tell, let them nice. know I see them, but, but I don't want to interrupt so- the conversation. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, uh, I am, I am going to say, uh, I am going to ask you to roll me, uh, we'll say just a, just a, a, a persuasion check. Persuasive nod. I'm great at those. Natural one, minus one, zero. Mm. <laughs> nice. Let's go. It's a good roll. So good. Cool. Uh, they don't seem to take it. notice. <laughs> <laughs> Too focused on the beautiful lizard that's in front of me. Familiars aren't supposed to get lost or or die. I hope I I don't want to die. And I'm I'm sure you won't die. It's okay, Sphinx. <laughs> <sighs> perhaps perhaps we'll figure out why Mama Rosa's Komodo disappeared, huh? How about you and me do that? <laughs> okay. I like this idea. I would like to meet my grandfather. Oh, yes, I suppose I'd never really thought about it that way. Um, we will we will do what we can. You and me, Sphinx, we'll figure it out. And I think with that, Harissa sort of just carries on stroking him a bit just to keep him quiet, just puts him in her lap. I think that Sphinx sort of settles down. And as that happens, Guard, you see the geckos almost a little apprehensively. Like they don't want to look away from this moment, start to fade one at a time back out of view. Just before they finish fading, Guard is going to give a very, uh, a little like, a little elbow to June and just point up at them. What? Look. And I'll look up. What do I see? June, I think you see just the barest glimmer of something disappear against the tree. And I think you can intuit that it's a gecko, maybe one, but it is just a shimmer that vanishes. That I've only seen them do that when I was alone with them in the forest. So it looks like maybe they're cool with us now. Maybe they're cool with all of us. We are connected to them I do not know why or how 
They showed me a funeral. A funeral? Yes. Uh, whose funeral? The weasels that you killed. That I killed? Oh, that's right. That... They had a funeral for them? I believe so. That is... Oh my gosh. I wonder if they do that for all the creatures and critters that pass away in the woods. Perception check, please. Okay. Perception. 13. On a 13. When you... When you mention wondering about whether or not they do this for all of the creatures in the forest, you feel the leaf litter just a subtle heartbeat miles deep under me? yeah you know what this is this is the same thrumming that you felt just before you heard your dad's voice and the blood tree appeared. But fainter, more distant, not moving, just present. Almost as if in acknowledgement of what you've suggested. Um, I like to imagine that she's like sitting on the ground with her knees up, but like her hands kind of holding herself up. And she's just going to, like, very gently move her fingertips along the ground and just kind of think to herself, like, get distracted. I think as feeling you that. drift off and kind of lose yourself in the presence, that memory of the tree and probably somewhat of your father, uh, you get pulled back into attention. Uh, by a bit of a shrill voice. L- l- listen, Whiskers, I-, I-, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. I just, can you please give me a goddamn evening to put together the fact that gods exist? Could we just all sit with this for a fucking second? Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, all right, all right, all right. I need, I need some goddamn entertainment. Whose turn is it for a fucking fireside story? Please, someone, anyone... I would like to hear a story that is not about the fact that gods exist for like a minute. <laughs> I, I'm a hundred percent pointing at, mm-hmm. at God. I think I think it's the big big guy's turn. It's the big guy's turn. All right, I've, guard. I've never really fancied you much of a storyteller, but if you've got one in you, I can tell a story. By all means. And nothing out of you, Whiskers. You shut up. I don't want to hear nothing out of you. Now sit down. (laughs) All right. Whiskers kind of... All right, if you don't want... I like a story. This is very good. There is a talking lizard. I feel like I have wisdom to bring to this situation, but I suppose if we must have a story... And he just kind of sits down and Leah plops herself down against uh, against KTA. Uh, And... uh, Guard, take it away. 
guard looks at Whiskers for a second, and then his gaze moves to the fire, and it does not leave the fire for the duration of the story. There are many voices in the forest. Several weeks ago, I was patrolling Rally at night. There were stories of wolves encroaching upon the woodcutter's terrains. Several villagers had gone out in hopes to get rid of this threat. They had not returned home. As you say that, you sort of clock around the circle that everyone seems to know what you're talking about here, right? Like, this is something that the town would be intimately familiar with, that there had been uh, this investigation something had been uh, causing problems, some creature had been causing problems, some of the townsfolk, a few people who worked in Maurice's mill, one of your loggers, wandered off into the forest, uh, you know, in, in, in order to try to discover what was happening, and never came back. Sometimes at night, when it is quiet... I take wider patrols. The trees, they do something to my focus. And so I was traveling, patrolling, and I heard someone call out. There was fear and desperation in their voice carried in the wind. It was farther than I normally patrol, but I felt compelled. And so I traveled deeper into the forest than I had ever traveled before. And as the voice got louder, It was not one, but many, many voices crying out for help. It was a deeply desperate cry. (sighs) We flash back. And guard, you are standing in the dense grove of brilliant green. The sun has set. This is your evening patrol. A little past it, actually. You probably should have been back a little while ago. And you have forged on. Because you do hear something out in the woods. There are yelps and cries of pain cries for help in a language or a tone that you can understand that you know but that doesn't feel like a 
person from Rally. But there are clamors from those people, too. You hear voices, human and half-elven, dwarven and what have you, clamoring about the same distance away. And these voices sound... angry? Hurt? Maybe. But threatening, certainly. What do you do? I move towards them as quickly as possible. What's your move speed? 30 feet. Okay. You get there in 15, 20 seconds. It doesn't take you very long to push your way through some of the bramble and branches knocking leaves to the ground and as you kind of burst out into a clearing you see several things right away you see a few bodies on the ground you see blood everywhere you see a little mass off in the distance shadowed hiding and you see three men from rally and cinder i'm gonna throw you a little curveball here can you describe them for me please sure yeah uh there's a dwarf uh who's a little bit older um he's got uh every all of them are wearing like haphazard leather armor and greaves and stuff like kind of like militia style armor. It's not really well put together. They clearly don't know how to wear it. Um, uh, the, the dwarf who's a little bit older seems to be leading the half elf and human. Um, all of them are carrying woodcutter axes and the half elf and human are a little bit younger. They're probably around June's age, um, early twenties. Um, and uh, they uh, they are they have they're sort of standing with that sort of adrenaline that a person has when they are uh, afraid and or angry and or like overly excited with anticipation. Craig, could you please name the dwarf for me? Got you. Uh... Rod, Roderick. Roderick? Wonderful. <laughs> Roderick. Uh, and how do you know Roderick? What does Roderick do in town? Uh, Roderick was, uh, he worked at the general mill with Benny. He worked for Benny? General store. I'm sorry. General store. Yeah. Great. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, and how long had Roderick been around? Uh, he would have shown up maybe a year before Harissa and Guard. Okay, so about three years ago, he's shown up kind of as an older guy. Three years, yeah. All right, wonderful. Uh, June. Hmm. Would you please name the human? Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Is this this male, female, non-binary? They're all men. Who is this? They're all masculine presenting. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 why is this hard? Hmm? 
<laughs> the faces you're making. Patrick. Ooh. His name is Patrick. Oh. <laughs> oh. I like it. Um, what were you doing when you first met Patrick? I was um, I was staking signs around the the crop of uh, trees that had been felled that were near the uh, grinding mill. I was sticking mm-hmm. signs. And how did Patrick feel about that? Oh, he was pissed. Fantastic. Wasn't a fan. Emily. Hello. Would you please name the half-elf? Uh, I'm going to go for Bastion. Fantastic. Because I had time to think. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky. Uh, fantastic. Okay. I did. Um, Go last. Woo. Uh, you have had an unpleasant run-in with Bastion. Uh, why oh. did you have an unpleasant run-in with Bastion? Oh, Lord. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to say that... Pre- prep, prep time only goes so far. Yeah. <laughs> Changing the question. Um, okay. Uh Yes, I'm going to say that he and Martin um, clashed over something Martin inevitably did wrong. Um, I think Martin was being overzealous in his usual way. Martin. (laughs) That's always Mm -hmm. fucking mine. Um, And Bastion was standing his ground that he didn't do anything wrong. Um, And I had to um, preserve the authority i suppose of the guard and Mm -hmm. sort of Mm -hmm. continue the reprimand but then sort of like in private had to talk to martin but obviously bastion didn't see that so um he probably so secretly you didn't think that bastion deserved secretly you think that bastion didn't deserve to be reprimanded what was it that he did I'm not going to say wearing sandals. Um, no, nope. um, <laughs> this predates sandals. No, this, this predates sandals. sandals. Um, I'm going to say he. Okay, I'm going to say that he released the boar, um, and what Bastion thought was for the boar's safety, and it ended up um, endangering someone else. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that. Okay. All three of these men are wielding logging axes covered in blood. Guard, what do you do? Do they look like they are engaging with something? Uh, I will say that Patrick and Bastion have peeled away from the bodies on the ground and are moving toward the cowering shadow in the far reaches of this glen. I will Do also I say that hear... Ro- oh, sorry. I will also say that Roderick is still sort of hovering over one of these bodies. Something doesn't feel right. Because I heard screams, but I do not see people screaming. 
correct. So I will approach the two that are seeming like they're about to engage with some sort of beast uh, tentatively and attempt to do it quietly as well. Uh, Okay, go ahead and roll me, I think, a stealth check. I don't think you're necessarily trying to hide, but I think you're trying to preserve some element of of quiet here. Uh, So go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Um, I think your dex is probably higher than your charisma, but I'll let you use either here. Uh, 13. On a 13, you start to approach these two. And you make a a little bit of noise, but it's not a startling amount of noise. And uh, Roderick is actually the first one who notices. And he spins up and he turns around and he says, Guard, the hell are you doing out here? The other two kind of stop and turn briefly to face you. What do you say? I heard someone calling out for help. Roll me a perception check, please. Natural one. That's a four. Okay. Uh, You hear from that shadowed little cluster off at the edge of the glen, a whimpering, a a whining, but no words. And uh, Roderick stands up and he kind of wipes his axe blade on his pants and he says... I I mean, things are going fine here. You tell me if you think anybody needs help. We got this taken care of, buddy. You go back to town. What are you fighting? And he points his axe down to the ground. Wolverines. These are things been spooking the boar on the expeditions. It, it won wolves after all. It was Wolverines. Guard looks to the area of the woods that they are approaching, that they hear that there's like a whimpering from. Yeah. And almost like in a little bit of a trance, uh, mm-hmm. Guard actually, uh, he, he, he's not almost unintentionally just starts, starts walking towards it. You start walking toward it. And I think Patrick sticks his arm out, stops you, uh, and says, you didn't just hear Roderick? We've got it. it. It's fine. Guard, get out of here. You got other shit to be doing. Go. This guy's like a human-sized person, right? He's literally a human-sized human, yes. Yeah, so gar- guard, <laughs> guard is going to very non-aggressively just put his hand on the guy's shoulder and move the guy aside and just keep walking. I'm going to need you to roll me an athletics check, please. That's a 24. (laughs) Yeah, that's a three on that guy. Uh, You shove Patrick (laughs) away. Garp, what the? Get the fuck off of me, man. Uh, and as you start to move him, uh, you... Well, actually, roll me an insight check. Terrible. Three. This is fun. Because on a three, I'm going to tell you what you miss. Okay. 
Oh. Of the two of them, Toxic. Roderick and Patrick seem to have some control over their faculties. This seems to be a matter of business for them. On a three, what you miss as you're preoccupied with Patrick is that Bastion is deeply rattled by whatever just happened. And as Patrick starts to get his dander up and you shift your attention to Patrick, Bastion lunges forward in just like a panicked start, just uh, with his hatchet toward whatever is on the ground, cowled in shadow. What do you do? Guard, uh, actually, I think the players have seen this once before, but Guard doesn't see what is happening, but when that lunge happens, Guard's whole body kind of like convulses, almost like two gears in a clock misaligned for a second. Um, and uh, almost uh, and almost stumbles as he's walking forward uh, to get to this sound of this whimpering. As you lurch forward, two things happen. The first of which is that you miss Bastion. And Bastion swings his hatchet down and you hear <coughs> And the second thing that happens is that you hear Please help! Please! Mom! Help! That sound is going to like put a little bit of fire in in my step, moving forward. Uh, you missed Bastion bringing his hatchet down, but it also seems like Bastion maybe didn't swing as true as he would have liked. Something has been wounded, something's been hurt here, uh, but it was able to call out in response. And now you can hear voices, help, mom, please, please, help. What do you do? I reach out to uh, is it is it is it, so so Bastion is chopping something I can see, but Patrick and Roderick you can they, see like, it if you turn I to can it. See? If you turn to um, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I turn to that noise, obviously, and like mm -hmm. what? Yeah, to see what it, I, I almost feel like for guard, this is almost like a weird dream state where it's like he feels like like yeah. I don't almost I almost don't feel like I'm moving. Mm -hmm. You yeah. move toward Bastion. Bastion, like I said, Bastion missed his mark. The hatchet is kind of swung into the ground a little bit. There's some blood on it. He is quivering a little bit. Uh, Patrick is trying to restrain you to no avail. And Roderick is now moving in your direction, but you just keep moving toward Bastion. What do I see? As you get a little closer, it comes into focus. On the ground, four wolverine cubs, one of which has been wounded. And as you see that it clicks into place, these are what are calling out for help. And the mother that they want is the body Roderick is walking away from now. Oh my god. As this clicks into place, it is almost like the camera does this pull, zoom out, and guard has, guard sees 
himself kind of in third person, um, like pulling out of his body, drops his axe, and all of the glyphs on his chassis start to glow blood red. Um, and uh, he is going to go over to Bastion and grab him by the arm that has the axe and try to squeeze it so hard that he can make a fist. I need you to go ahead and roll me an athletics check, please. I'm mostly on mute right now because I'm stress snacking. <laughs> um, this is a this is a lot. Uh, that's an eighteen. Uh, which part of him are you grabbing? My goal is to grab his, put my hand around his arm, and then to close my hand all the way. Uh, you do that, and you break both of the bones in his forearm. As the as that he as guard feels that crunching. Um, and this whole guard is just sort of watching this happen almost. Like, it doesn't feel like he's doing this to a certain extent. Guard pulls back in an attempt to just remove this guy's arm from the body and then swing the arm down with the axe still in it into the guy's head. God damn. Jinkies. Dang. Jinkies. So you've just done something. This is what you're gearing up to do next. I think that as soon as you start to glow blood red and you break Bastion's forearm, Roderick and Patrick are going to get opportunities to stop you. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and roll that for them now. <laughs> what is your AC? 16. Yeah. Patrick throws himself at you and just fully misses and stumbles, trips, lodges his hatchet into a nearby tree and is now just trying to get it out. Roderick, who's a little bit more of an old hand, walks up behind you and says, oh, I knew we couldn't trust you. I knew anything the Empire sent us was going to be bad news. And he swings on you with his hatchet, his woodcutting axe, and it clanks off of your ceramic back, chipping slightly and sending a shower of sparks flying. You then try to rip off Bastion's arm. I am going to need another athletics check from you, uh, presumably with advantage because you're now raging. That's pretty good. That's a 21. Yeah. You take this shattered arm and feel the weight of Bastion in just shock falling away from the bone. And with relative ease, pull it away and bring the hatchet down right above his left eye. And Bastion falls to the ground dead. I drop the arm slowly turn towards Roderick and Patrick and begin to move towards them. 
we fade back to the campfire. Guard has been looking into the fire the whole time that he told this story, and there's a moment where he sort of just is quiet for a second. No creature deserves an early death, but those men earned it. The cubs, I made sure there was enough meat so that they could eat well. And then guard looks to Isaac. And then I buried them with the others. Congratulations, my friends. You've made it to the middle of the episode, uh, which is unique in this episode because we have the entire cast here to talk about how goddamn excited we are about the fact that we hit our first Patreon goal in, like, a week and a half. How fucking great is that, everybody? The power of the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is pretty wild and really nice. Insane. It's absolutely amazing. This is and this is such a big goal for us because this this first goal was very much like how do we make sure that we're paying our bills, right? How do we make sure that we're paying our, our hosting costs and the stuff that, you know, just the break-even stuff that we need in order to be able to keep making the show. And we can do that now. As long as nobody leaves ever, uh, we will be able to make this show in perpetuity. Uh, and please don't leave. If you join, you help uh, to, to sort of make that even even surer for us. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I wanted to to take this moment to, to to honestly to fucking convince you to go join the Patreon because you get fun things. Someone tell us about the fun things. I'll name at least one. So, for example, on the session that we are literally in the middle of recording or at just basically finished recording, there's at least three things that happened that are not going to be in the episode but would be fun to watch because we yeah. just wanted to make a joke that we didn't want to put in the episode. But if you get to watch the whole thing, then you will get to see those moments. And there's a lot of them. Um, and I, yeah, they're funny. Full video of, uh, of our sessions is available at every tier starting at a dollar a month. So if you could afford a dollar a month, which I think at, at this point is like one one hundredth of a cup of coffee. Uh, coffee's expensive, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you could certainly afford it is, this it Patreon. Uh, one pound. Yes, uh, unless you're in England, because one pound is like a billion dollars. One pound sterling. What is the what is the weight? What is the weight of a Patreon tier? How do I measure that in pounds? That's what I want to know. Um, uh, Emily, do you want to tell us about uh, the thing that you can get, the actual physical thing that does have weight uh, that you can get if you sign up for our seven dollar a month tier, the Gecko Guardian tier? Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> I will. Um, the <laughs> the actual thing that weighs something is probably only about two grams, though. So mm. bear that in mind. But uh, I made some stickers. Um, there are, in fact, some stickers that have been created, <laughs> especially for this this podcast, uh, made by yours truly, which I'm sure will add in their value. But they're very cute. There's there's like a KTA one. There's a really cool one of like a postcard of Rally saying like, welcome to Rally. There's also a secret, secret one, which I won't talk about. 
Ooh. So you'll just have to join the Patreon Ooh. to see what it is. Um, but yeah, go go and check mm-hmm. it out. That is the seven dollar <laughs> tier. Thank you. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, oh, I've got a favorite thing. Yeah, Sam, go. Yeah, my favorite thing is the uh, a homebrew magic item. Fuck yes. That you can get at twenty dollars a month. That is. Well, also it's seven. So, so freaking cool. So it's it's the seven dollar oh, a month tier. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I said I've said it before, but I'll I'll say it again. I'm gonna say it again because I think that this is the most important thing about this item. About it this really feature, is. Is that it this really is, is this is a genuine way for you to for you to have a real tangible impact on what happens in the story. Like 100%. it's fun to make items and that's cool, but. The, depending on the tools that we have, well, that'll have huge ramifications on how we interact with the conflicts that we face and what we yeah. do. So if you want to feel like you are genuinely putting your imprint on this story, this is probably the best way to do it. You're stamped. Your stamp. Yeah, that's the word I was all right, So yeah. it's a great tier. They're all fucking great tiers. We really appreciate all of the support that you're able to give. If you can give monetary support, you're going to right now uh, go to patreon.com slash unbalanced encounters and click one of any of the buttons. Uh, if you want to do the $20 one, we're going to love you forever. Thanks. Uh, but if you can't, back financially we totally understand and we appreciate any support there are a bunch of other ways that you can help the show we uh, still you, love you yes you can join our discord you can follow us on yes. social media you can leave reviews on apple podcasts and spotify that shit goes a long long way uh or you probably play D. get your other fucking players to listen to the show why haven't you done that yet honestly you should be ashamed of yourself but not actually because we love you very much yeah um and uh you know i think i think i speak for all of us when i say hey everybody say thanks to our fucking listeners thank you fucking listeners thank you, thank you listeners thank you. oh oh okay well if you're doing that um enjoy yourself oh, no. and be safe use protection no, 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 no. but thank you and <laughs> um, thank you for this oscar i greatly appreciate it emily just kind of went off on a thing here and Sorry, Everybody got inappropriate. <laughs> Wait, Jesus is listening to this? I mean, we've oh, got pretty big, we've got pretty we big, pretty big sure. We've made it. We've made it. We've made it. Isaac, deception check. Yeah. Oh, oh. Wait, the others? That's what I was wondering. Fifteen. Does anybody have a passive insight? At or above a 15. Oh, 13. Damn it. Harissa and June, you both miss this in the insanity of what you just heard. <laughs> Leah does not. And she looks up at Isaac and says, Others? We do what we need to to protect Riley. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. The fuck is happening? We're all murder hobos is what everyone's learning. You guys thought this was going to be a nice, quiet little farm simulator. (laughs) I never, Pat, I've given up on nice and quiet Stardew Valley game, okay? 
Fuck. I'm giving up on that. 17. <laughs> All right. Uh, Leah looks at you, looks at guard, and you, Isaac, you see her hand tighten around a little medallion that Whiskers gave her. The next morning, guard is going to, uh, he's not going to say anything. There's going to be a little bit of like a, a little bit of like a look at June for a little bit when she doesn't do the leap out of the tree and try to fight him thing for the first time in like a week or so. A little bit of a like, oh, okay. Uh, And that is sort of the tone of the morning as we all wake up and set out for your second and presumably final day of travel back to, uh, to rally. And as you guys approach rally and start to wind your way out of the Western wheels, you notice that see things seem to come a little bit into focus. The weird distortions of the forest kind of closing in on itself and making huge leaps in the course of a few moments in terms of distance traveled seem seems to abate a little bit. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. Because on the one hand, it means that you're getting close to home. It feels like you're getting close to home. Some sense of stability, some sense of safety. But I think it also sort of puts into sharp relief the reality of what you've experienced. And especially sort of the implications of Guard's story and... Porky's existence. And uh, Guard, I know you in particular, before you got too close to home, wanted to have a conversation with Isaac and Harissa. Uh, Would you like to pull them aside for that conversation? I'm going to be so annoying. I do, but I also want to have a conversation with June. I don't know if we can. If we can't, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we can start with the one with June, since it's the first thing in the morning, that, that acknowledgement of, of not kind of jumping out of the tree to attack Guard. June... Can I Can I talk to you for a moment? Sure. Uh what do you want to what do you want to talk about? Um Guard is going to look at the rest of the crew like packing up, getting their stuff ready to go and, and sort of like start walking away like to the side. It's like I don't want the other people to hear. Oh, okay. She'll follow. Can I just say, um, Harissa is just watching like a fucking hawk. <laughs> I want everyone to know that this entire week, as anyone should, Isaac has been throwing his shield and then just yo-yoing it back <laughs> to him. Constantly. Amazing. Just constantly. Because he didn't think magic was real, and now he has... This dope shield that just keeps bouncing back to him. It's it's gotten annoying at this point. Honestly, Isaac, the shield is a little annoyed with you. Like, it keeps coming back, but every time it's just a little heavier. <laughs> just a little more reluctant. Oh, oh I'm getting tired. <laughs> Guard, Jude, please continue. What's on your mind? We will be... Returning to rally soon. And I wanted to tell you something before we got there. 
And guard kind of looks up at the trees and the forest. The forest being away from Rally, it does something to me. It makes it hard to focus. Things enter my mind that pull away from the mission. Like playing games with you. Or... Wondering... What I am. It is freeing. And I worry that when I return to Rally, my focus will return as well. June, if, if something happens in Rally, if I get too focused, I would like you to run away. Run away from me as quickly as you can. Please. I'm... I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, and she's... I'm not... June's not, like... She's not, like, keeping a farther distance, necessarily. Uh, and But she does take a step closer. What... I think maybe what you're feeling out here is a good thing. And... Gar, just remember, like, your focus... It can be whatever you want. You've shown that out here. And we're we're your family. We're your we're your we're your home. So if you start to not feel that I don't know. Maybe try to remember where you want your focus to be. But I'm not I'm not going to run away. I'm not that's ridiculous. I would never do that. I I will tell you, I your story last night scared the ever fucking shit out of me and uh I'm a I'm a little I'm I'm surprised. I will not lie. Um I but the thing that surprises me the most is why didn't why didn't you why did I not know that was the reason? You were you were protecting life. And I mean, did those did those men need to die? Like, did they deserve to die? I don't know. I mean, Patrick was an asshole. Like, we can all agree on that. It was but, counterintuitive to my focus. It was wrong. But Well, it also wasn't uh, maybe wrong. a little bit. I do not know. Right, so <laughs> and maybe we could work on that. Maybe in like going from like zero to a hundred, or like from 
zero to kill, instant kill. Um, you know, we can work on that, but you you want to protect. Have you ever heard the sound of something crying for a parent that will never answer? June feels her stomach like a drop and then disassociates with that mm-hmm. pushes it way 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 back down and says you know I I'm sure that's the type of situation where you would feel like you need to really step in and do something and I it broke something in me I can still hear it I'm so sorry, Gar, that you had to hear that. Um, but where are those where are those Wolverine cubs now? Are they still around? When you say that, Gar's whole demeanor kind of shifts for a little bit. He kind of like straightens his posture. He was almost like crunching over and turning away before. Would mm. you like to meet them? Would I like to meet some Wolverine cubs? Yes. Absolutely. Let's go. (laughs) They are closer to rally, but when we get back, I shall take you to meet them. I would love to meet them. And just, I, whatever this, You know, shit happens all the time, guard, and we're gonna we're gonna sort through it. But I would have liked to have known what had happened to those assholes. If somebody disappears and you know why they disappeared, I think that should be shared. I think you should tell someone. It will detract from my ability to do the job. Can I make an insight check to see about uh, um, uh, June try, uh, like pushing her own feelings yeah. into her deep down? I into think her that belly? is. I I think that's. I didn't want to interrupt the flow because. <laughs> Can I get a deep down me. belly roll? That's okay, that's not a great roll, but it's very good for me. That's a fifteen. This is what was it? This is going to be contested against June's deception. Okay. Yeah, that deceptive. Was, that was oof. with a plus zero. With a plus zero. I'm so sorry, guys. No, I'm not trying to. That's that's a six. That's a six. That's a six. I uh, guard you in a Can rare I... moment of insight. Go on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. June has. She's been doing this for years. I, I was. I was gonna say literally the calculus that I was running in my head was that this is the one thing that you know how to do, right? And so that should theoretically give That's you advantage. Dark. 
But, mm. but, but, I'm also giving you disadvantage because guard fucking stepped on it. And you, this is, he is the last person that you would expect to just, it, it, like, explicate a thing that you think every night. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, kind of blindsided, holy shit. Okay. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's a flat roll. It's going to be a six versus a 15. Guard, I don't think you necessarily know what that means on the difference between a six and a 15, right? Like, I don't think that June is all of a sudden an open book here where you can read her entire sort of history. But I do think that you remember that her parents are not around. And I think that that clicks for you. June, I didn't mean. Oh, no. No, no, no. Let's go. We should we should Wait. get going with the rest of the group. And I'm going to put my hand on her shoulder. <laughs> don't rip her arm off. She's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> blow, blow. Oh, boy. <laughs> What are we children? Come on, guys. Can I? Can I? I. I, I understand. I understand that uh, you're trying to. You put your hand on her. Yeah, just to yes, to try to stop her from walking away. She's gonna. She's gonna like. Oh, oh my god! Almost got me there. Almost got me there. So close. So close. And she's gonna kind of like jump on her on her toes and like. I've been practicing. I've been practicing that footwork. You have. June. Oh, much right. tension. I think you might be the strongest person in rally. I mean, I, you know, I've been doing some like chin ups, and, um, <laughs> I, I, thank you. Maybe we'll arm wrestle at some point. June, I need a perception <laughs> check from you. This is going to be retroactive to see if you caught something, uh, a little while ago. Ooh, I like a retroactive. A 22. Oh, shit. Yeah, on a 22. <laughs> yeah. When, when Guard says, June, I think you might be the strongest person in Rally, Benny's voice oh. rings out in your head an overheard snippet of a conversation with Isaac that you had no idea was about you. She might be the strongest person in Rally. Isaac. And Craig's that's face. That's all you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <what? laughs> oh yeah, the the uh, June is completely trying to like she does not want to have this conversation. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna guard's <laughs> yeah. not gonna force it any more than that. He just wanted to say that. Um and then sort of just stands there awkwardly as you walk away. <laughs> I think that's a great place to snap over while that conversation is happening. Isaac, you find yourself with a spare moment, your first spare moment, to talk to Harissa. But you're still tossing the shield. You're going to hang with it. I'm pretty tired. Harissa, can you, can you pick that shield up? I, I, I think I threw it too far. It's just... Ugh. Harissa is... Um, little, fr little friend. Just kind of... Squinty-eyed, just kind of like looking at uh, Isaac, because she obviously didn't clock um, Isaac's uh, face, but she definitely heard Leah say "others" and look at Isaac. She's going to, after a moment, kind of maintaining eye contact with with Isaac, 
uh, pick up the shield and walk over to him with it. As soon as you take like two steps into the radius, the shield just whips out of your hands and slams against his arm. Ah, see, uh, uh, it was a little joke because it always comes back. How you doing? How you feeling? You feeling all right? Just keep staring at him. You're looking at me with this face. Okay. All right. You got some questions? I might be able to answer them. Others? Others? Other, others, you got to use more than one word. Marissa, I'm, I'm an old man. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's quite a poignant word. In fact, uh, do you want to elaborate any on, on what Leah asked? And also, God ended on a very strange note, don't you think, with his story? Very gory story, in fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seems as though... There were some individuals who left our humble abode to go deal with a problem that they didn't see was fit for you or your uh, compatriots. And in putting matters into their own hands, um, they upset our empresar's automaton. And then there was a punishment involved. Um, Did you know? Did I know that That they had gone missing? Nah, did you know that God did this? Talking about this? No, absolutely not. I did not know that he killed three of my uh, fellow Rallians. And when you said that Rally needs protecting, has this sort of disappearance happened before, Isaac? Oh, are you saying that did... I know of other people in that situation that happened to them. Absolutely not. Deception check. Dece- he's not deceiving. I've been, yeah, I've been waiting for this deception check. Deception. Damn it. I'm not a good lawyer, guys. Uh, Doesn't help when God occasionally muscles in to say he's lying. I'm not lying, though. <laughs> 17. Harissa, uh, contested yeah. by an insight, please. Insight. <gasps> Would you look at that? 19. Yes. Yes. Can't pull the uh, You know, you, uh, again, I, uh, this is close enough that, like, Isaac isn't lying with holding truth. <laughs> Isaac <laughs> is saying trying to. Isaac is trying to use your specific phrasing to get out of having to answer the question. Shall I clarify what I mean, Isaac? I I would say you used very good phrasing in what you were looking for. Just in case I did not, have you partaken in any activity that has ended a life in defense of rally multiples and if that's the case then yes guard has been an assistant in such uh, ordeals so at the end of the day when there were individuals that caused mischief and or 
we're going to attempt to assault our lovely community. Myself and God were able to take up arms and, and deal with them and follow orders in that aspect. Able to do what was asked of them when asked. So my question is, for someone who's able to, you know, mischievously deal with Goliaths and their upset stomachs, and when I take their side instead of going with what happened, and then I specifically ask them to complete a job, they are unable to. It is interesting that I'm the one that has to come clean in doing my job correctly. Everything that I have done for Rally has been recorded and reported as is demanded of me. Deception check. <laughs> I was going to say. Me a deception check. Fucking shots being fired across bows right Carissa, now. Let's go. Yeah, the gaslighting is shit. just. <laughs> you want me to do a deception check? <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, you just said you just, just said that everything about? that you've done in defense of Rally has been duly recorded. You didn't fucking record your play on Big Paul. You did not record. You, you don't even need a deception check. Isaac already knows. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. That's a very good point. Um yeah, Isaac, you just clocked this. Right. Uh you you clearly understand that 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 in at least one instance where it is convenient for her, that is not the case. Parissa. <clears throat> I understand and also, that you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and another thing, um, I did fire the shot. You asked me to after I dealt with the boar that was at your throat. You're welcome. The boar at my throat, instead of the charging, magical boar deity with the giant glaive. And what good did it do us, hmm? Marissa? Hmm? Marissa. You are a superstar. Now I've seen you shoot. And yes, you took out the boar in front of me. But what you could have done is ended that whole conflict. And you chose not to. We did not know anything about who we were fighting. And also, when I did finally make that shot right between the eyes, it did not end anything. Instead, he summoned the tornado and whipped you the fuck away. Yeah, that did really well, Harissa. Well done. How would Harissa know that? Maybe someone told you. I just want to know who told you. Me. So June? Okay, great. So one less arrow, and we don't know what would have happened there. And it's because you chose to not follow a direct order from your employer. Now. From your employer? From my employer? Yes, from I am employer? your employer. I think, I think, I think... Ultimately, my what I have been hired to do and who I report to being the Empire, thank you, is to protect Rally and its citizens and you so you can do your job. I did that first and foremost. Is that so? All right. God. Yes. I think you and uh, the ca the captain of the guard here need to um, make a few patrols a few hundred yards away for me. Oh. 
I do not understand. We just need to make sure our way home's safe and secure, and we're all protected. Isn't that right, Captain? Indeed it is. And I will be keeping careful watch on both of you for quite a while. She's going to head to the back. Why is everyone talking so different? <laughs> <laughs> also, also, I just gotta, I just gotta, when Harissa gives that line and Guard gives that reaction, what does Mr. Spinks say? Mr. Spinks all this time, just so you know, has been under my poncho, just hiding. As I walk away, um, he's gonna kind of pop his head out the back and just gonna <laughs> blow a little raspberry at the both of them as I'm, as I'm walking off. Um, guard will sort of sheepishly follow Harissa, trying to keep up with her. Although I'm sure she's quicker than him if she wants to be. Um, <laughs> but um, but like yeah, okay, we'll Just go like do patrol. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isaac, Isaac gives like the 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 dad eye to June, like eyeing her to her and um, Leah and Whiskers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think you kind of fall back into Lee and Whiskers, who are with the boar a little bit, and June, you see that Isaac clearly intends for you to close in. June's gonna June's gonna kind of like fall behind Leah, but um, she's gonna try to kind of like stay out of Isaac's. Like, can I can I perceive that he is like in a like riled up mood? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no insight needed. It is blatant. So in that in that kid like way where you know your parents are like in a bad mood, I'm gonna try to stay out of his line of sight as much as possible. So Good probably idea. like go more to like his beside slash behind him. Okay. Isaac, are you engaging with anyone? Yeah. So parallel with Leah. Um, he's gonna lean over and like at a minuscule like only him and Leah and probably June because of her awesome passive perception he's like at a monotone whisper how much can that elder tree get us alright fuck you'd think I would have been doing that math but I don't know if you know this, but gods exist. I've been having a hell of a time. Um, Leah, we, we already have a god we're dealing with. We'll deal with these other gods later. I'm just worried about the one that's always breathing down our necks. Yeah, the Empressar, the Empressar. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, listen, I, Daddy will have to run the numbers. He'll have to back me up on this, but I, I think we stand a shot. As you said, the uh, you said the Empressar doubled our order this month, yeah? Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm worried about more of... Can we give, can we possibly subtract maybe a third of what we got? Subtract a third? Why would you do that? Okay, do y'all want answers or not? I, yeah, what, Isaac, what is going on? I... It's a plan that I might have if this is possible. I just had to get the, the Empressar's... Uh, employees, so to speak, out the way of a, a test of sorts. I just gave Harissa and it seems she's failed. All right. So out of the way, my plan is, are you going to listen or not, child? What? 
no, I'm not gonna... What are you talking about? I'm trying to save your trees. I'm trying to save Rally. Pay attention. You're trying to save... June, we're trying to... We're trying to throw off the Empressar. I don't fucking know how. I think it's probably gonna get us all killed. It sounds like a pretty bad goddamn idea, but... Isaac's trying to throw off the Empressar. Listen, we either gonna get killed by these... These Elder Gods or the Empressar. My plan is to make... Enemies for everybody. Give us a little bit more time. Interested. And so you're excluding Harissa and Guard? The Empressar's employees that could possibly tell said Empressar? For what reason? There are... Fr- June. There are friends. I don't understand why you would do that. Why? June, can you please roll me an insight check? With advantage. <laughs> Sure. Okay, so the first one's a 13. Okay. And it's a 13. All right, a 13. 13 was well enough to remember (laughs) a conversation. As Isaac is kind of stammering and trying to get you to understand, you think back to a conversation that you had with your mother, Katarin. And you remember being maybe six, seven years old, sitting cross-legged on the floor of your home, and your mother is telling you a story of the time that the two princes fought one another so that the people might prevail. And this story goes on in almost a childlike way of two princes that wanted nothing but power and land and were deeply corrupt and universally loathed. And your grandmother turned them into enemies of one another. And they brought themselves to battle And in that duel, both men lost their lives. And it was in this way that room was cleared so that the people may help to choose a new leader. One that was not quite so tyrannical. I don't see why we need to throw out Guard and Harissa. They're our friends. And I think that they could help us against Ampressar. And Leah, I don't understand why your mind is so blown that there are gods, but like your mind is not blown that the Ampressar is making giant fucking bombs out of these trees. How do you think the Ampressar killed all the gods? Did he actually kill the gods? How the fuck am I supposed to know? Obviously, he did not because we just fought one. Hey, hey, let's reel it in. Let's reel it in. Let's reel it in. Everybody, everybody, I need you focused. I need you, you know focus what, right Isaac? Now. She makes a very good point. She makes a very good point. All right, what is your? All right, June, June. For the moment, let's just let's keep our friends close and, and enemies way the fuck out there. Okay. Well, no, just 
Let's keep the circle small until we know what we're doing. This is the circle, really? Apparently. This is going to be our circle. We're not going to be able to do shit without Harissa and Guard. Are you going to listen to my plan? Let's get a plan together before we bring them in. Are our allies. June. Have you even had a conversation, a conversation with them about where their alliances lie? I just did. Really? I just did. Because I've had conversations with you that were intense. And you can get, Isaac, You were you actually listening? Well, let me go talk. Let me go talk to her. I'll go talk to her. And June's going to run away and look for Harissa. Isaac's going to throw the shield in front of her and then try and pull it behind her to try and pull her (laughs) with the shield. That's so fucking good. Uh, Isaac, I am going to uh, ask you to make me uh, a dex-based athletics check, please. Dex-based? I'm throwing it. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. You're throwing it because I have deflect missiles. Yeah, that that uh, that um, I might let you use that if this goes poorly for him. All right, June. I need you to roll me an uh, opposed. I think your acrobatics is better than your athletics. Hell yeah, man. She's a monk. It is. Okay, so my acrobatics check was a twenty-one. I'm just gonna roll. See what happens. Not with it. I roll awesome. Seventeen. Uh, a 17 is not bad, but it does not beat a 21. Uh, June, you catch the shield. And as soon as you do, it is heavy. It's exactly as heavy as you remember. This is your dad's shield. What do you do? I think that thought is enough to kind of stop her for a second. and slowly hand the shield back to Isaac. Uh, That's... I'm tired of secrets. All right. I'll tell you what. You're so much like your dad. All right. I need you to just hold on to this because what I'm about to tell you, if... God or Harissa even mutters a small bit of it to the Empassar. That is rally. Gone. Those are your trees. Gone. Everything is gone. So are you willing to risk that for a friendship? It's not just a friendship, though. This is, we have, we have... Yes or no? Are you willing to risk that for your friendship? No, Isaac. It's not that simple. It's... There's more. There's more to this. We have gods that we're fighting right now. We have the Ampressar that we're fighting who thinks he's a god. We don't have time to be cutting off the people that we trust the most. And I trust Harissa. I trust Guard. I guess I trust you. This is a time for us. We have to come together on this. We cannot start dividing. I understand. All right, go get them. Really? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, shit, I was not expecting that. 
Go on. Uh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as she runs off. <laughs> as she runs off the at hundred okay. yards. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you just oh, when we thought. Damn it, Isaac. <laughs> Okay, beautiful. Right. All right, uh, June June runs off to catch up with uh, with Guard and Harissa, who have been sent uh, basically as far away as is, is practically safe. All right, Leah. Oh, fuck, it's seriously out. Listen, she wants to be, she wants to live in a little fairy tale world. Everybody needs to be trusted. You're smarter than that, Leah. You're smarter than yeah, that. Yeah, no, I get it. We do what we, we do what we need to protect Rally. Isn't that the line? You know, that kind of hurts right there, what you're saying to me, trying to use my own words against me. I'm the gaslighter here. All right, pay attention. Now, (laughs) I taught you that word one time, like five years ago, and you have just... You shouldn't have. I use it all the time now. Even when I light light our our lanterns, I use gaslight. It makes so much sense. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. What's the situation? So you know, you know about, you know about Agravar in their uh, civil war with the Empire. I mean, I, I guess I don't know if it's escalated to full-on civil war, but I've I've heard that they're in rebellion of some kind. Do you know something I don't? So, yeah. Uh, how about those others that you were worried about? They were trying to cause havoc and whatnot with the rally. Isaac, they weren't. Okay, they weren't. that's a lie. I'm sorry. They're kind of. They kind of don't like me. Oh shit! I'm doing better. See, that was truth to you, Leah. I'm tr- I'm I'm truthful you know. sometimes. All right. <laughs> All right. She runs really fast. I gotta say this really fast. Okay. She's 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 like a sprinter. Okay. So my idea is we take some of this elderwood, some of the uh sap. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the resin. It's not. We, we can't refine it into sap. We don't know how to do that yet. Prison. Yeah. Whatever makes the incredible magical destruction that my... That June seems to completely forget about when we... Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Talk about our wonderful community. Moving on. We give some of that to Agravar. <laughs> we give some of that to Agravar. And try and... You know, start... Get them on our side. Shit, get them... Get their civil war going a little bit more. And then that gives us time to deal with whatever the hell is back there. Oh, fuck me, Isaac. We just need time. Declaring war on the Empressar? We're not declaring anything. What if Agravar loses? What if Agravar wins? Leah, Leah, you, you you gotta focus on this, all right? We just make sure that it looks like it was taken from us. Damn, that you know what? That's good, Isaac. When you've got a good idea, got a good idea. It, it doesn't happen often. Hold on to this one. <laughs> Listen, I I can't be sure until I talk to Daddy, but I think I think by the skin of our fucking teeth, we are gonna have just enough to fill the Empressar's doubled order. It's going to be a few weeks late at that. It's a miracle we're going to be able to get it that far. But I just need some of it to pique Agravar's interest. 
I, yeah, I, listen, no, I, I, I get you. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying whatever you take is going to be a cut from the Empressar. We're not only going to have to supply resin to someone in open rebellion against a living god. We're going to have to, you know, cover our own asses and justify why we were short on the order. Listen, Leah, if we can do this, we get a little bit more time. And then if we do what we're supposed to do with these elder gods who knows maybe we get a few gods on our side for once uh, is that even a fucking thing holy shit Isaac. i don't know i didn't believe in magic like a week ago i'm kind of just rolling with the punches yeah, at this point no that's fucking fair that's fucking all right listen i'll pull what i can with daddy i'll, I'll try to i'll try to get him on board with this but isaac there are a lot of people you're gonna have to convince to make this happen and i so far, not good. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it safely, but I think June's right. I mean, I, honestly, you want to stage this as a burglary? Watch Harissa and Guard put down all of the Agra Wardens in one fucking go. It's true. I don't know if I talk to Oz about a few, you know, leaves and tea leaves, whatever the hell Harissa used, maybe I can deal with one of them. <laughs> Give them all the poops. But yeah, God's going to be a difficult... Maybe I can get God on a deep wooded patrol of some sort. Or or we can tell them, and then, you know, they go to the Empressar and tell him that, oh, look, they're helping the bad guys. I'm not saying you should tell them, and I'm certainly not saying you should fucking poison them. You just said that. I did not say that. I don't know where <laughs> that came from. Leah, where have you been? I'm saying you should think long and hard long and hard about how you want to engage them because if you don't get that right nothing else is going to matter but I'm in I'll get it done I'll win daddy over I'll get the I'll get the refining process done we'll figure out who's going to curry it to wherever the fuck it needs to go Maybe we could send a runner out to Agravar or some such nonsense. God, that seems insane. Don't send Martin. <laughs> Whatever you do. I mean, now that you say it, <laughs> fucking Martin. Be a good excuse to get Martin out of our hair. Anyway, we'll figure it out. I just. No, that's a good point. Don't fuck this up, Isaac. I know that you have a tendency to act first. And think later. And a lot of the time, that's saved lives. Not here, not now, not this. This is some shit that. God damn it, I'd want Katarine to have some input on. You know? Who are you telling? You know who her best fucking proxy is? Yeah, well, you see how that went. She's got a point. Just don't discount it. All right? Whiskers, you tell anybody I kill you. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode. And a special thanks to our first two Rally Defenders. 
Kay Parker and Darlene Wallace. We're shouting out the two most powerful yeah. people, Woo! the magnificent mavens, whoop, the champions, whoop, whoop. the glorious. We love you. You are amazing. Darlene yeah. K. Champions. We love you. The love best. You. You're crazy. You're Woo! absolutely Woo! the best. Literally the best. So thank you so much for supporting thank you our so <laughs> fucking much. Uh, you guys are, are you, you all are making this possible for us to build uh, and we could not be more appreciative. We love you.